Welcome back. This is Healthfully's third episode, and let's get ready to start. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. I, for one, am so excited to jump into our topic for today, toxic beauty standards. Now, for those of you who don't know what that means, toxic beauty standards are usually benchmarks that society and the beauty industry create to the public. And if you're within that benchmark, you're considered as beautiful or as handsome as a model. Now, oftentimes, these benchmarks, which are usually about body size, shape, and color and figure, are not natural. And it takes people to go through drastic measures such as starvation and cosmetic surgery to look this way. It can also severely impact someone's self-image and their self-esteem. Essentially, comparing yourself to these standards can affect you in many negative ways. Alright, let's get into it. I think that almost everyone can relate to the feeling of scrolling through Instagram or some other social media platform and seeing models or influencers with perfectly toned abs or gleaming white teeth. And sometimes you can't help yourself but compare yourself to them, which absolutely sucks. Exactly. And the main thing about the beauty industry is that it's very exclusive. Back in the 1900s, female models were mostly limited to thin, white, perfectly shaped women. And this progressed to black women, still thin and perfectly shaped, and progressed again to make and include more people of color. The latest update is that they've included plus size models, which makes us believe that the fashion and beauty industry is being as inclusive as the world gets. But what about the rest of us, those who aren't as thin as a steak, but aren't that plus size either? Where do we belong? This is an example of a question that runs through many people's, often females' minds, while looking at pictures of models and celebrities on screens. Now, this isn't just the only effect of these toxic beauty standards. We can't even really call them standards because they're always changing. For example, maybe 50 years ago, the quote-unquote beautiful women were those who had a perfect bust, round hips, a wide waist, and this was considered a perfect body to bear children, as that was a focus of that era. Fast forward some 20 years, a smaller bust, thinner waist, and bigger backside was what's considered perfect. Now, the standards have spread to even height, which we all know is much beyond our control. So for a fanatic that constantly wants to fit into these standards, it's virtually impossible to always remain beautiful or handsome, because the definition of those very words have extended way beyond its original meaning which is why models and celebrities often go through harsh restrictions and constraints to prevent to present themselves how they do online. And that's before they even Photoshop to get that textureless skin and hair with not even one strand out of place. And social media platforms like Instagram and Snapchat have made this idealistic view of beauty available to all those around the world, and most dangerously, all ages. Definitely. Instagram and the online world really impacts one's reality too because what you're seeing on social media is always someone's highlight reel and there's always a lot of editing that goes into it or a lot of posing and no one looks like that 24-7 but sometimes it's hard to remember that and it's hard to deal with the pressure to look skinnier or like prettier or I guess having more white teeth but I think what's important to remember is that self-affirmation works wonders just telling yourself every single day pointing out like an aspect of yourself that you really like like oh I like how my hair looks today or oh I really like my outfit today can really help you out and it's not just about the posts on Instagram that can prove to be unhealthy but all the filters and photoshopping apps available online all make it much easier for you to change who you are and how you look to others with a simple click and once you start to like yourself with those filters and effects on, the harder it is to look at yourself without all those additions in the mirror. And that itself can be the starting point to a life of self-hatred, which none of us want. 
understanding that all of that is fake. And even if you look beautiful to yourself, it's not the actual you. And that's what matters. Because everyone's idea of beauty is different. And know that there will always be someone in this world who loves you for who you are and how you look. And if you can't think of anyone at that moment, think of us. Because we already know that every one of you is a beautiful and handsome human being. Yes, exactly. Yes, definitely. A lot of us feel this pressure to be perfect 24-7. And especially environments like school or home, a lot lot of people around us can unknowingly inflict these pressures on us. For example, if you have a really close-knit group of friends, you can sometimes feel like you're an outsider or you can sometimes feel this pressure to be more skinny, more pretty, more fashionable. But it's also important to acknowledge that being perfect is absolutely impossible. Even the people next to you and your family and your friend group at school, and you might view them as perfect, they definitely have things going on that probably don't make them as perfect as you think. So I think that I think what's really important when we're talking about toxic beauty standards is to remember to acknowledge that absolutely no one is perfect. And sometimes all it takes is a good detox. Spend some time off those models fan pages and spend more time watching Netflix or going outside. Or what works for me, dressing up. When I feel really inferior after looking at the most gorgeous people I've ever seen in my life, I go into my closet and pick out my favorite outfits to wear them and feel good about the body that I'm in because I can't change that. Now, that being said, that's not always possible. And especially during puberty and teenage years, kids are bound to go through the self-exploration stages through which they might hate themselves one day and adore themselves the next. The most important thing is to just have more to the latter. And remember, there's so much more to everyone than facial features and body dimensions. For example, your personality, your intelligence, your likes and dislikes all make you a vibrant person that people like to be around. And that automatically makes you a beautiful or handsome person. Now, as for the most confusing part of it all, self-confidence. Obviously, we've mentioned that comparing yourself to these toxic beauty standards, your self-confidence gets hit the most. But the more important question is to how to recover from it. And honestly speaking, there's no right answer. What works for someone might not work for you and vice versa. And including those who naturally have lower self-confidence levels, (laughs) including me, or those who have an abundance of self-confidence, everyone is different. So I'm going to say find what works best for you. Try to remember a time when you felt really good about yourself, like super good. Is it when you solved a hard math problem or when you finally landed that difficult trick with your bike or when you woke up earlier than 12 p.m. in the morning? Find your confidence to the daily things and you don't have to win a Nobel Prize to feel the utmost pride in yourself. Little things go a long way too. Yes, exactly. I mean, I mentioned this before, but self-affirmations are so important. Toxic thoughts can rule you if you let it. Daily compliments, stressing on what you feel secure and confident, and just telling yourself that you are beautiful every single day can really help you out. I know, especially for me, I really struggled with uh, self-confidence back when I started high school, but just like looking at myself in the mirror every single day before I went, went to school and just telling myself, wow, I look really good today, just really helped me out. And it gave me a lot of confidence. I like saw myself raising my hand a lot in class, making new friends. So confidence just doesn't just um, rule into the uh, cosmetic factor. It can also rule into other factors like school and home. 
That's definitely so important because at the end of the day, you start to realize that toxic beauty standards are all around us, whether that be in the ads on our social media feeds or in your friends' pictures or with your relatives or even with your own clothes. You can't escape being influenced by what society thinks. But the real task is to control how that information affects you. Does it basically bounce off your head and you forget about it a minute later? That's completely amazing and very natural. Congratulations. Does it affect you to the core and make you super upset and down? That's also completely natural. And congratulations for feeling because everyone does get affected somehow and you're not alone in that. So find your quote unquote happy thing and do it because society can never ever put a standard on your happiness. Exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for tuning in today. See you guys next time. Bye.